0: It's Star Weeps with Harrison and Molly. Molly, what, what What? When I say the killers, right? Like the killers, the band, mm-hmm. the killers. Mm-hmm. What song do you think of? Right away.
1: When you were young? Damn it. What? Did you, so have, you have a point? Mr. To...
0: Brightside.
1: No, you had a point to make. Okay. I had a
0: point to make here. Oh, it's all ruined okay, now. Okay,
1: here's here's what's, here's what's happening though. Okay, Guitar Hero 3 uh-huh when you were young mm-hmm. is on there yeah I played guitar hero a lot when i was younger okay but so, I, all right so i'm
0: gonna ask the general audience then the general public of the united states of america uh and the world why not you know let's include the rest of them too mm-hmm. when i say the killers the band what song do you think of mr Brightside, right
1: okay right yeah that's what they're gonna say i mean i only know like the three songs That are popular by them. (gasps) So, like, Mr. Brightside would have been the second one. But but it's just when you were young is, like, my...
0: But, like, Mr. Brightside is, like, by the numbers, the most popular killer song. And it's still, like, one of the most streamed songs every single year. Yeah. And I'm, like, it's the killers, like, to me, like, it's, like, their worst song. Like, they're... not, Not that it's... I'm not saying it's a bad song. I'm just saying the rest of their stuff is so good. Why is this one the one that got famous I don't know. It pisses me off so much. Probably just because. It's probably because like drunk people can sing it at a bar, and like you I don't mean, have to be good. It's
1: pretty, it's pretty good like karaoke yeah. type song for sure.
0: It's not bad, but I'm just like, oh man, I wish the, I, w- I wish the, like it's like run for cover. There's spaceman. Have you heard spaceman? I have not. The maker says it ain't so bad. The
1: dream maker's gonna make you mad, but
0: the spaceman says everybody look down. Ooh. It's all in your mind. I do actually don't know if those are the lyrics.
1: <laughs> oh, it's just what you hear. Well, you know, I, I'm, I. Like... That's the
0: thing with killer songs is like you know you go through like five different versions of what the lyrics are. There's oh, the I first see. time you hear it and you just basically get all the consonants and vowel sounds down, but you don't actually say any words. And then it's like, then you start to listen to it enough and you're like, okay, I think I know what the lyrics are. So you sing it a little bit, and then one day you're finally like, I wonder what the lyrics are to this song. So then you go and look them up and you're like, oh my god, I was way off. <laughs>
1: I, it's very situational, and it usually only happens when I, like, am listening to, like, a song that, like, triggers this kind of memory. But I'm, like, I love all of the, like, gibberish lyrics that I used to come up <laughs> with whenever I was listening to songs on the radio when I was, like, a little kid. Because it would just be, like, that is, those are not the no, words. Not even close. And the reason that you don't know the words is because they're, like, adult words. Or, like, something yeah. that you don't even know what is conceptually. You're just, like, making up something <laughs> in your
0: mind. Uh, One band that's really... uh Blink-182, I feel, is really guilty of that. Mm-hmm. You know, I think, not that they're intelligent or using high vocabulary words or anything like that, but it's just, they're just like, I'm gonna sing my song, it's <laughs> just like, I don't know what any of this is, but I like it. Yeah. <laughs> well, anyway, guys, welcome to our podcast. Welcome
1: to Starweebs.
0: Welcome to Starweebs. We're going to be converting, first were heard of Starweebs podcast Uh, Then we turned into the Emperor's New Groove podcast. Now we're bringing it all the way back to the Killers podcast, where we only talk about Mr. Brightside every single week.
1: (laughs) We're going to go through like one line of the lyrics every week, and (laughs) we're just going to spend way too much time dissecting it, (laughs) coming out of my cage. Now, what do we think that means?
0: (laughs) I think it uh, refers to the conflict in the Middle East in the (laughs) mid-2000s.
1: Don't come to a conclusion too quickly. We have like an hour to drag this out, bud. (laughs)
0: All right, we have, we have some fun stuff to get to today. Mm. Uh, so I made you watch a really fun episode, episodes of Clone Wars. Mm-hmm. And I got to experience your favorite anime haiku. Uh, yeah. Ha- haiku. haiku
1: yeah.
0: Haiku. Haiku, Haiku, because you got to get the Y in there.
1: Haiku. Yeah, it's not. Haiku. It's not, it's not, the not haiku. Form of, it's not the form of poetry. It's the Japanese word for volleyball.
0: Which sounds a lot like
1: the word for the poetry. The form of poetry, yeah. But it's different. Yeah because it means volleyball uh
0: but before we get into uh the stories he went through today
1: let's talk a little bit about some some fun
0: uh news some news in the pop culture world uh, so this i did see this headline earlier and i thought it was really funny mm-hmm. the black panther sequel wakanda forever halts production as Letitia wright continues to recover from an onset injury uh, the Hollywood Reporter has revealed that the Black Panther Wakanda Forever production is temporarily shut down due to Letitia Wright's onset injury. Uh, it was a back injury that happened in August. Uh, so she's like recovering right now. Oof. And to that I say, maybe you should go get a vaccine, Letitia. Maybe that'll, maybe that'll fix your back a little bit. <laughs> get your back scene. Oh. <laughs> I'm coming in hot with these quips. Oh, man. <laughs> Get those uh, puns out of here. <laughs> it's, it's, it's like the uh, Scarlett Johansson thing where I'm like, ah, I want to feel bad for you, but also like, don't do that. Mm-hmm. Don't do that. Just don't do the stuff you did. Yeah. and Don't say the things you Stop said. Stop doing the
1: bad things. Yeah. Start doing the good things. Start
0: doing the good things. But no, but I do... I never wish ill on anyone, but I do wish her a speedy recovery. I've totally wished ill on people. What am I saying?
1: <laughs> I have never, once in my life, thought that. No, I'm just
0: I don't wish ill on people, unless that person sucks, in which case, fuck you. Yeah, but no, never. I, I I hope it doesn't affect the release schedule at all. I mean, it's not like we're we don't have enough Marvel content to consume right now, anyway. I but mean,
1: we're, we have Eternals, and then we have Spider Man. I was about to say Star Wars. That's really stupid. <laughs>
0: Star Wars coming into Marvel. <laughs> oh
1: Whoa. What a crossover. <laughs> yeah. I'm just No, I'm just imagining. Do you remember on Disney Channel when they had the like, Hannah Montana meets That's So Raven meets The Sweet Life of Zack and Cody? Oh my and God. I, and what I, if they just had like a really shitty like little like sitcom episode that like merged the MCU oh my with God.
0: Star Wars? Just a random episode of What If? It's live action, three camera setup. up. <laughs>
1: You know, Dylan and Cole Sprouse are there for some reason. They're like, "Hey, what's up?" It takes place at the Tipton Hotel.
0: I, I would die for that. I would sacrifice everything to see that happen.
1: Uh, Oh,
0: and I want Luke Skywalker to come out, but I want him to come out in that outfit that he wore for like the Christmas special that was super weird and like low cut. DH Mark Hamill for that. Actually, no, don't. I want old chubby Mark Hamill to come out in that outfit. Oh my God. Uh, What a time. In other Marvel news though, Eternals opened up yesterday. Uh, We're recording this on a Friday night and uh, on Thursday it opened up to a $9.5 million uh, from their Thursday evening screenings. Screenings. (laughs) Screamings. 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 Everyone just going into a room screaming Eternals and then walking back out. You pay (laughs) 20 bucks to do it. That's it. Uh, And then at the end of it, Richard Madden just comes and punches you in the face.
1: <laughs> oh, glad. I would accept that gladly.
0: <laughs> uh, but it was, yeah, so it's, it seems like it's it's doing better than uh, Marvel's other movies that have released in COVID. Uh, it's doing, or, or except Black Widow, sorry. It's doing better than uh, Shang-Chi, basically. That's the only one. Huh. Uh, Black Widow did beat it at 13.2 million on the f- opening day, and Shang-Chi had 8.8 compared to Eternals 9.5. So, you know, this is by no means going to be a flop. I know a lot of people are rooting against it for various reasons. Mm-hmm. I kind of just think that I'm, I'm like, I don't really care. I, I'm, I'm seeing it tomorrow. Going to see I'm it tomorrow also morning. I'm seeing it tomorrow. Yeah, uh, separately. So we're not will, it together.
1: I'll pass judgment. Yeah, I'll wait once I've seen it.
0: But I will say, I know some people who have seen it early, just friends, and they were like, "Not that great." So it wasn't that great.
1: I still think it's just funny conceptually with the whole like they're like yeah we're protecting earth and they were like this dude? i'm sorry were you here
0: well they're protecting earth they said like from the deviants.
1: i know but it's like they had to write that in otherwise they'd be like i'm sorry were, did you per, big purple guy with the glove and the stones i'm sorry i just want i just want to make sure that you knew that that happened you know <laughs> and they're like oh Oh, that was Sunday, right? I was out of town. Oh, dude! Oh no!
0: I was like, I was totally, and I came back and I was like, What happened? That was my day
1: off, so I totally missed it. Uh, Oh man, dude!
0: Man, but if I were there, though, if I were there, that would have been a very different outcome. So different. Yeah, we would have been.
1: (laughs) Instead, they were like, "Oh yeah, no, he wasn't a deviant," and I'm like, "Fuck you, dude!
0: Why are you being judgy about who the fuck you could fight?" (laughs)
1: they're like this isn't a problem (laughs) but this other thing that's this other things a problem apparently (laughs) bad
0: yeah these other guys are so much worse than thanos oh my god also
1: from the they're like oh we get orders from big space creepy dude um and what if he
0: got snapped then what
1: yeah i don't know but i'm like is it just gonna be like space eternal bureaucracy where they're like I'm sorry literally there's too much paperwork like my hands are tied I can't stop Thanos I just
0: really don't want to file that form I yeah. don't want to do it do not make me do it Deborah.
1: you're gonna put it in my inbox it's gonna stay there it's never gonna go in the outbox because I just don't have the energy to fill it out
0: <laughs> It's gonna sit in my drafts yeah uh, all right, and some Star Wars news. We got a Book of Boba Fett trailer. Ooh. Finally, I've been calling, I've been or not calling, I've been just wanting it for so long. I'm so excited about this. Boba Fett is my favorite character in Star Wars, I think. I mean, I don't know, maybe. He's up there, he's up there. Uh, but yeah, there's a lot of cool stuff. There was a voiceover, like he was talking to some character at the beginning of the trailer. I'm not sure who it was. I'm not sure if it's someone from the show's past. I'm not sure if it's a new character Hopefully it's a new character. I'd like to see I would like the, this uh, this show to be very self-contained, you know. I would love to just see more Boba Fett. We really didn't get that much of him before. Mm-hmm. There was some stuff in Clone Wars, uh, and there is we only saw glimpses of him in in Empire Strikes back. So I'd love to flesh out his character a little bit more and actually see like what makes him tick. What does he think of the state of the galaxy and what it's in right now?
1: He's actually like he's just like Joe Rogan, and you're like, shut up, dude. No, don't ruin it. Ah, the Polynesian spa. <laughs>
0: Have you seen that meme? Please tell me no, you've seen I it. Haven't. There's this whole thing, like he posted it on his like Instagram or something where he's like, I think he was like got done filming the book of Boba Fett. And he's like chilling in a hot tub and he just goes, ah, the Polynesian spa. <laughs> and everyone just like edits it into everything now. And it's so funny. Love that. He's like, I'm chilling here and it's, it's, it's really good. And I love, I love doing this. I'm relaxing. Everyone needs to take some time for themselves. And it's like, oh, thanks to thanks so much to Morrison. <laughs> Thank you.
1: Uh, I could go on my day now. <laughs>
0: But anyway, yeah, I'm excited. I think it's a pretty cool, cool series. So looking forward to that.
1: Should be exciting.
0: Yeah. Uh, you said you had some anime news, some recent developments that apparently you didn't even know these things existed.
1: Well, yeah. So I I did know that this movie was in the works because I'd seen like the concept art or like the official art that got released around it. But um, this past week I went to see the new My Hero Academia movie called World Heroes Mission. And I thought it was cool. I had seen like people's like non spoiler impressions about it on TikTok beforehand, and a lot of them are right. This movie is kind of like it's like a little bit like a little like rom com kind of moment. (laughs) Between
0: who Deku and Bakugo?
1: No, (laughs) no, it's. It's like not not to like get into like too much, but like Deku and this new movie-only character end up like on the run. So there's like a there's like a like a road trip montage where they're like trying to get to like this border of this country, and there's just like a lot of like fun shenanigans and like back and sounds forth like Logan <laughs> between the two characters, and it's kind of just like I don't know. People were like, it's a rom com, and I'm like, I get that. <laughs> <laughs> But it's like, yeah, at the same time, it's like anti-terrorism because there's like a terrorist group that they're trying to stop, but like whatever. As most uh, YA
0: stories are. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: But it's pretty good. There There were new like stealth suits that they made for... Midoriya Bakugo and Todoroki, Um, but they only we love a stealth suit. They only use them for like the first five minutes of the film, and then that's
0: how all stealth suits go (laughs) in movies and comic books. They're so
1: cool looking, though. They are. Were probably lots of like they could have just been. (laughs) 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 Like they they like went through all the trouble of making them, and they were. It's also like it takes place internationally like they're in a different country they're in like a fake made-up country is this like
0: secret wars for my hero academia
1: i don't know what secret
0: wars like is. it's kind of like the whole thing of like the uh avengers i think i could be butchering this but like the avengers they all this is where they get their stealth suits basically um they like infiltrate a lat what's dr doom's country latveria I want to say, is mm-hmm. Latvia a real place? Because he lives Lat- in a fake yeah, place. Latvia is a real place. It's but... Lat—I think it's Latveria. Okay. I think that's his like home country that he just like kind of owns <laughs> and he, he, like uses the population to make doom armor and Fun. stuff. Uh Yeah, I think the whole thing is like they were like infiltrating that and like they had to like go and steal stuff because they're like we're going through borders and and we're not supposed to be here and we don't have our passports Ooh, don't let the tsa know so we got to be sneaky with our stealth suits Mm
1: -hmm. so but so that's the thing like they didn't they're called stealth suits they don't use them as stealth suits like the the movie opens up it's really funny because it's like there are a bunch of teams in a bunch of different countries and all the other teams are just in like regular outfits (laughs) and then then just the trio gets stealth suits but uh, at least, to, like from what I remember, but like they—they're not trying to like sneak in because it's just like all of this. Cause it's while they're interns, which happens later. I won't say for who, cause that's a spoiler for you, I guess. Because <sighs> they're like it's like this whole agency. They're like all going in to like infiltrate this. that they had information about and they're not being sneaky about it they literally like bust the doors down and they're like going in so I'm like why even call them stealth suits like why only use them once if they're not even necessarily just for like stealth purposes just use them the whole movie I think they're cool this is just me upset because I wanted to see more of the stealth suits because I thought they were fun. They all had hoods on them and they're all really silly and it's fun. They can just be
0: like Assassin's Creed and they pull up their hoods and like, you can't see me. You don't know yeah. who I am.
1: They, they like pulled up their hoods, jumped out of a plane and then they landed and then they like put the hoods back down. And I'm like, why? <laughs> I just want answers and For I that want awesome more awesome scene where they suits.
0: jump out of the plane, that's why. <laughs>
1: <laughs> anyway, other than that, I thought it was fun. But I'm fun,
0: very fun romp. Easy to please. It's a fun little like romp. <laughs> romp. Alright, well that so that's our news for the week. So let's get into our stories. Uh, who's gone first? I
1: think what? I'm first. I, well, yes. I am so
0: excited to hear your opinion on this arc. This is truly one of my favorite arcs and it is honestly very crucial to the story of Ahsoka. So we will get into that uh, when we get to that. But it's... Right now, the seeds are being
1: planted. Ooh. Yeah, no, it was pretty fun. So I watched season three, episode episodes 15 through 17, which is the Ghosts of Mortis arc. So mm-hmm. they never actually say that that's where the place is called in any of the episodes, but I guess the place that they end up is called Mortis. Yeah, I... I don't think they say that. They're just like, this place is Re- really? strong with the force.
0: They might have said it like once, maybe. they. they might have. Maybe said I missed it. But I, yeah. I, I always knew that it was Mortis probably because I like looked up some of the stuff on like I just, Wikipedia I and then it the new...
1: random space mysterious space it's mysterious diamond. space
0: diamond yeah 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 that's what I called yeah. it <laughs> <laughs> you're not wrong
1: um but anyways so just for a little recap of what happens in these episodes so uh the Jedi Council receives like a 2,000 year old Jedi distress signal and they're like, that's weird. So they send Anakin, Obi-Wan, and Ahsoka to like check it out. Um, they go to the coordinates um, at the same time as like Rex and, the, and a bunch of clones, and they're like talking. And then Rex is like, where are you guys? And they're like, we're right here. What are you talking about? Where are you guys? And then they get spirited away into the mysterious space diamond. <sighs>
0: There's a, yeah, there's a mysterious space diamond. Yeah. They just eats them. They, eat some. they, they
1: <laughs> see a mysterious space diamond and then they all white out and then they w- wake up and they're. And they had has, to pay
0: the the space diamond 280 polka dollars. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, They wake up and their ship is landed and now they're on basically, it's just Pandora <laughs> from Avatar. There's a bunch of floating rocks and I'm like, You're where are the blue people? Wrong. Where are the blue people anyway? Um, Um, well, (laughs) none of them are blue, (laughs) They're, they're, they're they're not normal
0: colored, that's true.
1: So, they like get out of their ship and they're like, What the hell? Where are we? Like, I can't even figure out where we are. And then they meet this like glowing lady, and she's like, Hello, my name is daughter. And they're like, Okay, and she's like, Come with me, we've been waiting for you. And they're like, What? And so, they start following her. And she's like, I will take you to him. And we're like, can we get a name for him, too? Like, why do you have to be so mysterious? Um, <laughs> His like-
0: name? Oh, what if he just, she said, like, it's Joe.
1: <laughs> I- oh,
0: oh, Joe. Joe, okay.
1: oh, oh. why oh. say oh, so?
0: Why'd you say Joe? You make the best pizza in the galaxy. I can't wait to meet
1: Joe. Get myself a slice of za. We're going to have a time. A time. <laughs> um so they start following her she's like he will have the answers to all your questions and they're like okay sure i'm like really confused so I honestly anything questions. anything to get some answers um so they're following daughter a rock slide happens they get separated and anakin and daughter end up on one side and obi-wan and ahsoka end up on the other they like like the daughter is like you're in danger anakin and she's like and he's like, okay. And she's like, so I'm going to leave you here alone. I got to go talk to okay, someone. Okay, bye. I hope you don't die. <laughs> okay, sure. He's in danger. Um, anyway, they <laughs> all- I'm in danger. <laughs> yeah. They all end up at this like monastery place and they essentially end up meeting like these like manifestations or like sources of the force, manifestations. I don't know, but like- We'll get into it. There's father- Daughter and son, and they're force wielders. And yeah, those are just their names. They're just father, daughter, and son. The daughter represents the light side, and the son represents the dark side. And they're Fun like, fact,
0: by the way, I don't know if you picked up on this, but the son
1: is voiced by Sam Witwer.
0: It was Darth Maul.
1: Uh <laughs> I did not pick that up. Yeah,
0: But this is like two seasons before Darth Maul came into Clone Wars, so it was like, I don't know. It might not have been his first role in Star Wars, but it was definitely like probably his first memorable role Mm -hmm. in the Clone Wars. Um, not Star Wars. Like obviously he was Star Star Killer, um, before that. But uh, but in Clone Wars, I think this might have been his first like really big memorable character in Star Wars. So Mm. fun stuff. I see. Love me some Sam.
1: Ooh. Um. So they they like meet up, and then this father guy is being like real creepy and like I know about your life kind of stuff and he's like Anakin you're the, I want to know if you're the chosen one Anakin is like why do people keep saying that <laughs> so Anakin ends up meeting with this father guy while Ahsoka and Obi-Wan are just fumbling around somewhere on the planet um Anakin there's
0: a lot of fumbling around there's a lot this of planet. fumbling around let's be real um, this whole thing is like very surreal <laughs> yeah
1: Father, the father guy is like I'm gonna give you this test and that's how we'll figure out if you're the chosen one and Anakin's like, "What?" and he's like, "Don't worry, I'll help you. It's open notes. Don't worry about it." Um, so But I didn't study. <laughs> he didn't say there was going to be a test, Mr. Father. He like wakes oh. up. He wakes up because this was like some weird long convoluted nightmare because <laughs> he's like, "Oh god, I didn't study." Um and <laughs> I don't have my pants. <laughs> oh no. No, Fire Lord Ozai, oh, you're not wearing any pants. <laughs> um <laughs> anyway he's like we're gonna do this test and Anakin is like okay I guess and he's like come with me into this room and I'm like you're being very trusting of strangers right now Anakin (laughs) um so they're in this like arena type area and then um and Obi-Wan and Ahsoka get like swooped in by daughter and son son looks like a bat demon and the daughter looks like a hippogriff basically
0: yeah or a griffin or yeah
1: They're, like, holding um, Obi-Wan and Ahsoka, like, opposite sides of this, like, arena. It kind of looks like a yin-yang, kind of, like, the floor kind of looks like yin-yang a little bit, like, that kind of design. And then Father is like, you you can only save one of them. And I'm like, oh, shit. (laughs) That's rough. Um, and then I was like oh no Yeah, I was like, oh, is no? Obi-Wan gonna what die happen? Yeah, and I've and also then... made
0: you watch like future episodes with Ahsoka <laughs> like after season 3 so it's like very clearly yes. she's not gonna die here <laughs>
1: <laughs> it was just really funny cause I was like oh wow what are these stakes oh geez um, but Obi-Wan is like save Ahsoka like she's the future she's a teacher you know save young people that whole thing Yeah, like, yeah. put someone's like oxygen mask on before your own or no, put your own. It's, put- it's on the, the opposite hand. of that. <laughs> Shit. Um,
0: because if you pass out, then who's gonna help the kid?
1: There. <laughs> anyway, um, and I, like I was, me, I was like, he's gonna, like, he's Anakin. He's really fucking selfish. He's gonna try to save both of them. Because one, he's selfish,
0: is. and two, because he's like the chosen one. Uh, well, yeah, that's and what the- planet is like. So strong with the force, like his connection. Here in his and his powers specifically are like incredibly amplified,
1: which is hilarious because I'll get into this later. But he like keeps he gets his ass kicked a lot in this arc too, and I'm like, aren't you supposed to be the chosen one? You're well, very yes, easily he's flung very
0: good, to but also side. like, but they're also like a, a step under gods at the same time. So
1: they're more, though. but it's just really funny because like they'll more, just like I, fling him away, and then he'll just be like powerful, a lump on the but ground. Also like
0: they're like they're definitely more powerful, I would say than I think. Some people might come at me for this, but I think that they are each individually more powerful than Anakin. Um, I think he's like getting up there with them okay. as he like unlocks his potential further and further in this arc. But the only reason that, you know, they are not galaxy and universe breaking characters is because the father like says, I imprison them here. Like they are stuck here. They well, can't yeah, that out.
1: was my thing because he like the way that I'll get it. I'll get into this. But so they find out that Anakin is the chosen one because he does, in fact, save both Obi-Wan and Ahsoka and then father is like hey I got a job offer for you what do you think do you want to have my job because I'm dying um
0: (laughs) do you want my kids
1: (laughs) can you see I'm gonna die I need someone to like be their like living nanny forever (laughs) what do you think Anakin
0: becomes Mary Poppins (laughs) Oh,
1: oh my god a Spoon. Anyway.
0: Just a spoonful of lightsaber helps you kill
1: all those younglings. And Anakin's like, um, I got a wife. But he doesn't say that. But he's like, uh, I can't stay here forever. What are you talking about? Um, but. So, like, one of my reasons why I thought he was supposed to be able to, like, take on the two chil- children, quote unquote, was that he's supposed to be, like, the next father. So I thought he was, like, already pretty close to being on the same level as father. So he should be able yeah. to take them but i guess if he has I think like he's, a- he's approaching them more to go then he could be weaker than daughter and son
0: <laughs> i think it's it's i think they're just like particularly vulnerable to the force you know and like his connection to the force is what their weakness is because like you can see he like i'm jumping ahead a little bit but like you know in that moment with obi-wan and ahsoka mm-hmm. he's able to like reach out and grab them and like kind of this mental way and make them bow to his command right but then when he confronts the son later in the episode and like swings at him with a lightsaber he's just like blocking it with his hands like he doesn't even give a shit so it's like so i think like physically they are stronger than him but in terms of like actual connection to the force that's where he's on par with them
1: got it yeah okay so father's like do you want my job and anakin's like i'll no thank you i'm gonna pass um, and then father's like, ugh, fine. And then they're like, okay, so if that's all, then we're just going to go. Um, so they get on their ship to start leaving. And then son shows up. And he's like, hey, you can't leave. I want to take advantage of your power. So see ya. And then he grabs, he grabs Ahsoka and then he like jumps out of the ship. <laughs> and then Anakin is like, fuck <laughs> So they got to chase after him. You got my friend. There's <laughs> my friend. So they chase after him, almost run into this giant green glowing orb, and then they crash land.
0: Anakin gives a little sassy comment. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I thought you didn't see it. How could I not? <laughs> it's a giant fucking tower. Yeah. Um, so That's what he says.
0: It's a real line. They actually dropped an F word, and that was crazy.
1: For sure. Yeah um anakin's like i gotta go save ahsoka we don't have much time and then obi-wan is like we should talk to that father guy because he knows how to like rein this guy in And anakin's like fuck you i'm going (laughs) as he usually does so like what else is new um he goes off to find ahsoka but she's been like mind poisoned by son by
0: a by a muppet who's I also guess the son <laughs>
1: The son, so like the son and the daughter can take whatever form they want but mostly it's the son who takes advantage of that because he like disguised himself as obi-wan yeah he's kind of
0: like loki anakin like
1: yeah. and then he disguised himself as this weird little gremlin creature to like bite ahsoka i don't know <laughs> like what is going on here it's like a
0: mix of like dobby and smeagol was yeah like what he basically, turned
1: into. So he, like, bites Ahsoka, and now she's, like, being mind-controlled by him, basically. Like, she's doing his bidding, and then also, like, has no filter. So she's like, are you proud of me, Anakin? Anyway, Anakin shows up to save Which, I her.
0: will say, goes back to some of your criticisms before, where you were like, why doesn't he, like, trust her and, like, let her talk and whatever? And then she, he, she's like, why don't you trust me? and Like, why don't you believe in me all the time?
1: <laughs> so, and that was, I guess, maybe, like, a, not, like, a question or what, but, like, so she has like crazy yellow eyes and like black veins and she's like sitting there and Anakin's like oh like you're here cool let's go (laughs) Anakin it's never gonna be that easy come on buddy dumb dumb and then she's like are you proud of me and I was like oh gosh and he's like what are you talking about of course I am haha and I'm like don't laugh it off bitch you gotta be genuine if you want to get out here alive He's like he doesn't know how to give genuine it's like it's like that one it's like me whenever i'm texting someone and i'm like i could never I, if i don't end a text with haha or lol they're gonna think i hate them yep, and i could true, never do true, that True, true. um so that's the, that's the millennial that's plague basically dude. That's... what it is <laughs> and then she like starts going off on all this th- basically like voicing all of her insecurities and i'm just i'm just like shit i love a character with an inferiority complex like i just want to protect them like that's my soft spot i'm always just like oh my god i love the angst that you're experiencing right now and i'm gonna (laughs) i'm gonna experience it with you and that's just so cathartic for me um so yeah it's like all these things where it's just like what like yeah like why don't you trust me like what and they're like and then she's like you have to fight me and he's like what i don't want to fight you um but they start fighting
0: but they start fighting Look, once once someone says we're fighting, you know, it's not really up to the other person whether or not they agree to it. Yeah.
1: And then eventually Obi-Wan and father show up because Obi-Wan had went to father. They all show obi The daughter also showed Obi-Wan this special knife that's supposed to be the only thing that can kill any of the fierce worlders? Force wielders? Yeah. (laughs) Fierce worlders?
0: (laughs) Fierce worlders. Honestly, like, that's kind of what they are. They they are... Fierce threesome <laughs> on this world. Fierce force, force wielders. wielders.
1: Fierce force wielders on this fierce, world.
0: F- fierce force wielders world.
1: Oh my god. <laughs> anyway, they have this special, special fancy knife, and somehow, like, they drop it. Ahsoka gets it and then hands it over to son because she's still like mind wa- like brainwashed. And it's
0: not Ahsoka, she's not responsible for any of these actions, she's, she's mind-controlled.
1: Time <laughs> and then the son is like, he has some major daddy issues, and he's like, yeah, I don't like how you can tame me, blah, blah, blah. And so he goes to stab the father, but then the daughter is like, No, and she like jumps in the way and she gets stabbed instead, so she's dying. And they're like, What the fuck? And then son is like, suddenly. <laughs> really sad and i'm like oh so now you have like feelings of like compassion and shit and he like flies up into the air and he's just gone for a second so they can have a little moment (laughs) with daughter (laughs) while she's dying so like she's dying in there and then anakin's like doing his whole thing where he's like no i don't accept this reality and i'm like shut the fuck up and you better accept this reality because it's the reality and it's your fault bitch
0: (laughs) i just love the fact that the the father is holding his dying daughter he's like my daughter
1: Oh, I love you so much. And Anakin's much. in the corner like, being a whiny can, baby. Can you save my friend? <laughs> can you save my friend? Well, no, he's he's also he's, he's also just like, "No, like there has to be something you can do to save her." And I'm just like, "Anakin, can you just accept that like you can't save everyone, buddy?" But in
0: No, he can't. That's the point. That's the point, Molly. He can't accept that. I know. It's just the he same will go old to any story. Necessary.
1: It's the same old story every time. Um, but that's so-
0: Star Wars, baby. <laughs> Let's go fly in a, in a trench to repetition. blow up that thing that's a circle.
1: <laughs> um in daughter's like last act of life, she like Anakin does some weird force wielder shit and he like touches daughter's forehead and then he touches Ahsoka's forehead and then Ahsoka's fine. I don't think
0: it was him doing it. Like he definitely didn't do it. It was like the father like using him as like a conduit for it.
1: Well yeah, but Anakin was the one actively touching yeah, yeah, yeah. the it, two yeah. foreheads. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then Ahsoka's fine. And then Father's like, Okay, y'all need to y'all need to get out of here. <laughs> like, son is off the rails and if he is able to use your ship to leave, he will. So you guys just take that and get out yeah, of here. Yeah. So the ship is busted because Anakin crash landed it and so Ahsoka's Who trying to fix there? it. He's just crashing and then Anakin is on his 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 regular bullshit and he's like, I'm gonna go. you know, I just I have to go back and make sure like one hundred percent sure that father wants us to leave. Like, I just gotta. If he tells me to leave, I'll leave. But I just wanna make sure that there's like nothing I can do. And I'm like, oh my God. On one hand, I'm like, can you just can you just leave? But on the other hand, I'm the exact same thing. I'm like, I can never do anything unless I'm 100% sure that other people are okay with me <laughs> I doing make it. Make sure he doesn't get mad at me. Um, you so, see, like,
0: this is like why this also would have been a great Halloween special episode. I should have chosen this one for the Halloween special because, one, it's spooky. And do you have characters making dumb decisions left and right, like it's a horror movie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like just being like, I just need to go back in the house to get my books for school tomorrow because it's like, No, that's where Jay that's where Jason is. Don't go there. Or Mike it, or Mike Myers. Don't yeah. go in there. Mike it, Myers will get you and you'll shrek all over you. <laughs>
1: it's it's also like i'm like you know you know that this guy can shapeshift and you've seen him shapeshift into obi-wan before and so now you're gonna leave and open up your allies to the possibility that he's gonna show up and pretend to be you and try to leave like that's just stupid like if you like you should be staying together so you can be like or at least like before you leave be like if you want to check that it's really me, make me say, like, ask me what the code word is. And it's cauliflower. So <laughs> everyone, we're on the same boat all about cauliflower. 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 Okay. All with cauliflower. All that's right. the we're, secret word. He'll the never know.
0: <laughs> it's the, the, that's how you know.
1: <laughs> but anyway, he leaves to go talk to father. And father is like, okay, yeah, like. I want you to leave, but, like, you you also need to do some soul searching first. And I'm like, why didn't you say that before? They had to, like, walk all the way to the ship, and now they're, like, coming back. Anyway, um, so, like, Anakin just starts, like, wandering around, (laughs) and then he sees a vision of Qui-Gon, who's like, hey, buddy, you're the chosen one. And Anakin's like, Like, why do people keep saying that? I'm like, dude, you know you're the chosen one. Anyway.
0: (laughs) But he doesn't, like, really know. Like he doesn't like. But like, like several really people know. has
1: have told him at this point. And they it's always like, are just... like,
0: if he is indeed like, like they even say that like in episode three, like if he is indeed the chosen one, then like this or, or some stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Like but... they they're always like very. They don't want to commit to him being the chosen one, like the Jedi don't, right? Because then it's like it's honestly like a threat to their power, you know.
1: Mm-hmm. So he sees Qui Gon, who's just like, yeah, like you need to continue your soul searching basically like Anakin's like so what do I do do I leave or do I kill the sun and then Obi-Wan Qui-Gon is like you don't do either and I'm like that's entirely unhelpful (laughs) (laughs) um (laughs) and then he's like but you'll find answers in if you go a little bit further there's a place that's like powerful in the dark side so he goes to the well of the dark side dun 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 Dun, dun, dun. which is basically how sick is that they got Liam Neeson back for this I know I was like Liam (laughs) Right, he's here. Isn't that so cool? It's. I mean, he only had a few lines, so it probably wouldn't have been that hard because he, he totally wasn't like did super on a cell phone. involved. Yeah. yeah. And they have, like garbled like, his that's voice. That's
0: so but fun. I will say that's not the only time he comes back for Clone Wars. I'm just saying, I'm just saying. It's
1: not the only um, time. so he goes to the well of the dark side, which is just a hole in the ground with lava in it. <laughs> Jesus. Basically, must have fart. <laughs> I made a little. I made a little joke in my mind because I was like, "It's funny that it's the well of the dark side because the lava actually makes it pretty bright." Anyway, um, Sun is down there, like, of course, he's like, Hey, what's up? Do you want to link up? You want to team up? I have a plan to destroy the Jedi and the Sith. And Anakin's like, No, like, I'll never join the dark side. Like, what are you talking about? And I'm like, Anakin. (laughs) Never say never, cause <laughs> you can't commit to that. You can't commit to that, buddy. It's just so funny. He's like, I would never under any circumstance, and I'm like, okay, sure, Jane. I would never under any circumstance ever do. Wait, what's
0: that? <laughs> yeah. Who's can to my wife? Yeah. Hey, do you guys have cookies? I'm there, dude.
1: So the son is like, how about this though? And then he shows Anakin his future, <laughs> like all of it. And Anakin's like, oh. oh really? <laughs> son is like, yeah, but like, if you team up with me, we can kill the Emperor, and then none of this will happen in the first place. And then Anakin's like, alright, I'm in. <laughs> As he's wanting to do. Gonna do you're going to do more genocide, That's just dude. his you, MO. You have a better
0: vessel to do yeah. more genocide. The
1: son who has seen the future is like, hmm, this Anakin kid looks like he's really easy, easy to manipulate when he wants something really bad, so... I want to make him want something really bad so that I, I can manipulate him <laughs> for my cause. That'll be great. So then Anakin becomes the one with the like weird yellow eyes and the black veins. And then Obi-Wan shows up because he was concerned about Anakin. Um, and Anakin is all weird. And then he's like, burns obi-wan's speeder and then he like knocks him down and he's but like can i
0: say those speeders look so goofy they, yeah they're just like sitting they look up like they're riding like a tricycle yeah
1: because <laughs> they're like sitting up straight and they're just like yeah i'm just like in a chair but it's play, floating like, as
0: they're flying it around they just to play like
1: and then he like knocks obi-wan down and he's like i'm gonna go leave the planet me and son so see a loser
0: a new friend son yeah
1: don't talk to me or my son ever again. Oh, um, and the best use of that. that Good know. job. Good job. Thank you. Um, Obi Wan radios Ahsoka to be like, "Don't let him leave. Sabotage the ship or something." At the end of the at the end of the day, <laughs> she everyone just takes the keys. I guess. Yeah, she basically <laughs> she takes the equivalent of the keys. Anakin ends up like going to the father without the son. And then the father is like, my stupid son, he showed you the future. You're not supposed to know that. And then he like flicks him in the forehead. And then Anakin forgets everything again. Yeah. Um. And then Convenient. that wakes, that wakes Anakin up. And Anakin's like, what the hell happened? And then the father's like, he showed you your future, but you're not supposed to know that. And Anakin's like, oh, fair. That's fair. Yeah. That makes sense yeah. to me. And it was really funny because the whole, before then I was like, is he going to like know his future and then still also like double down? And do it. <laughs> <laughs> that'd be wild. Um, obviously, he didn't know his future going into it. Otherwise, The Revenge of the Sith would be like a weirdly different movie. Um,
0: <laughs> and then he just liked killing all those kids. He's like,
1: you know what? I like my future. I'm <laughs> excited. In fact, <laughs> um, so <laughs> it's like office
0: style interviews where he's like, you know,
1: when uh, the when the Sun
0: first came to me with the idea of the dark side, I thought this guy's crazy. But as time went on, you know, it just uh, started to grow on me a little bit. Mm-hmm. So I started embracing it. You know, I accidentally killed my wife, and here I am. I just got this badass suit of armor, and I'm blowing up planets left and right. So I'm feeling pretty good about myself. I think it's
1: pretty sick. And I gotta say,
0: I have brought peace, justice, and uh, democracy to my new empire. And yeah, I'm feeling pretty good. Your
1: new empire.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: so father and anakin team up to try to kill the son and they do it through emotional manipulation it's actually pretty rough this like that's rough buddy the the father is like i gotta kill like i i got there's only way to, one way to end this and he takes the knife and he stabs himself yeah. and then son is all of a sudden sad about that and i'm like you were trying to kill you tried to kill him like twice earlier well, i
0: wanted to do it
1: <laughs> like why are you so sad all of a sudden well it him... also
0: like it limits his power and basically it yeah, yeah
1: so like yeah. this the father is like yeah the only way that i could hinder you is that like through me because i hold some of your power so now i've weakened you and then the son is all sad and then the father like pulls him into a hug and he's like i always was proud of you or whatever and then anakin stabs him in the back
0: both of them I'm like, like, he just went a little too hard with it
1: i was like oh, oh my god that's so awful you're like he didn't need to say like he was already not paying attention to Anakin. I don't think you needed to like twist the knife further by being like "I'm proud of you" and then have him know that you betrayed him. Like that's pretty rough. Well,
0: um, I, I think it also fits into like Anakin's character too, especially when it's been established in Clone Wars because like we, we we already made you watch the arc the, the Obi Wan and Satine like beginning mm-hmm. of of that yeah. uh, relationship, and in like one of those episodes, it's like. They're you know they're on the ship with like Obi Wan and a they're like oh you can't kill me like yeah. like if you do it like you're betraying the Jedi code or whatever and if you do it like you're betraying your pacifism vows who's gonna strike themselves as a cold blooded killer and then Anakin just fucking mercs the dude mm-hmm. and he's like
1: what he was gonna kill us all like, yeah so I Duh. killed him no brainer I love so <laughs> it's like
0: very same thing where he's like yeah fuck it like this dude's already dead he already stabbed himself. He's hugging the guy that's going to kill us all. Mm-hmm.
1: Let's we'll kill them both. Yeah, I mean, They're already dead. Um, I don't care. But yeah, so now all I'm three I'm not of saying
0: that's how you handle situations, guys. I'm just saying it's how that's how, that's how handles... Clone Wars Anakin yeah. handles this.
1: Um, so all three of the Force wielders are dead. So now the trio is like, all right, we can leave now. But then before they get the chance to, they all white out again. And then they wake and up. they have
0: to pay 400 polka dollars. Yes. I already made that joke, but I will continue to make it.
1: Please do. Yep. And they wake up in the ship, and then... Now they can see Rex, and they are like, Oh, we're back. And Rex is like, Oh, we lost you there for a minute. And then Anakin's like, You silly dumb dumb. We were gone for so much longer than a minute. <laughs> And they're like, what are you talking about? And he's like, you wouldn't believe us. It's like the end of like a spirit of the way kind of movie. Where and then
0: like- look, it's aired on like Cartoon Network. <laughs> yeah. A um, very short amount of time in which they could tell their story. Yeah. But I <laughs> they had to make, make way for all those Danimals commercials. There you go.
1: But so that ends it. They wake up and they're all fine. And was it a dream or did it really happen? Who no.
0: No, it really happens.
1: Okay. <laughs> yeah. Um but i thought it was fun there was a lot of like foreshadowing obviously and also just like directly laying out what happens in the future <laughs> yeah there was a lot of anakin being anakin just doing things you're like i'm like i know what you're gonna do bitch and he's like i'm gonna do this and i'm like that's what i thought you'd say you fucking horse <laughs> <laughs>
0: I will say that what's cool about this arc too. And just like these characters that we meet, um, you know, it's always described that like the Jedi are, are a race of, of space sorcerers and wizards basically. But like they never really looked like traditional sorcerers and wizards. You know, they, I always felt like the Jedi had a pretty, um, they look, they look like samurai and they fight like sorcerers mm-hmm. and like, and samurai. <laughs> but, uh, but this was like the first one. I'm like, these feel like true like D and D sorcerers. You know, like these feel like old school wizards and sorcerers. Like it's because none a of them
1: have swords. One is because none of them have
0: swords, uh, and also like all their powers are like they have big flashy lights to them. Uh, they shape shift. They they're shape shifting, and they're like they have the garb the garb right. That's the word for clothing, right? Yeah. They have the, they have the garb to match it. Daughter like,
1: actually reminded me a little bit of UA from avatar the last airbender yeah a little bit she's just walking around all gl- like post moon spirit anyway. <laughs> <laughs> like all big and floaty and celestial. Yeah.
0: yeah yeah i could see that uh and she could she could probably turn into the moon if she wanted to she could if yeah, she, she probably to, could
1: too bad she died too bad she's fucking dead now <laughs> oh, <shit.
0: laughs> uh all three of them are dead mm-hmm. uh but yeah but I, I think that i was just watching it and i'm like these feel like like in oh, and the father looks like Merlin. I'm like these mm-hmm. feel like sorcerers and wizards, and that's really cool. These feel like like somehow the Star Wars Galaxy left these three in the past, you know, and we're like uncovering these old wizards and sorcerers. So I like I like that. It was fun little choice for art direction mm-hmm. and uh, character design.
1: I thought that was pretty cool as well. Oh, there was also I left out like a whole part where like all three of them at the same time had like force visions of people trying to tell them stuff. And so Anakin saw his mom, Obi-Wan saw Qui-Gon, and then Ahsoka saw an older version of herself. Um, And they were basically all just like, except for for Anakin's mom, which is really just son trying to manipulate him. But I was like, mom? (laughs) You're here? Daddy? (laughs) And the funniest part about that scene was that Anakin kept on being like, you're not my mom. My mom's dead and i'm like stop pretending that you're in the final stages of grief we clearly know you're still in bargaining shut up
0: yeah yeah um (laughs) he wants a zombie mom he wants a mom beat
1: (laughs) you 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 have not reached acceptance my guy just let go (laughs) except you can't (laughs) um but yeah like like obi-wan saw like Qui-Gon, who, like, was doing his Qui-Gon thing about, like, oh, like whatever, but then... <clears throat>
0: he did noodle arms. Then
1: <laughs> older Ahsoka was like, be careful. If you keep following Anakin, you might die. <laughs> and she's just like, what are you talking about? And I'm like, she's right. She's
0: kind of right, though.
1: Don't yes, do it. Don't do so it. So maybe you should, like, listen to her. Anyway, just food for thought. <laughs> uh, but I thought those were, like interesting look because it was also I was like oh okay so like Anakin saw his mom even though it wasn't really a force vision but like it was a theme because they did the scenes one right after another and then like Obi-Wan was seeing Qui-Gon who's like a figure who's dead who's important to him and I'm like well I don't know who anyone from Ahsoka's past so I'm excited to see who it's gonna be and then they're like oh it's just her it's just Ahsoka (laughs) but older (laughs) all right understandable I get it (laughs) Because it doesn't necessarily have to be from the past; it can be from the future. Because the Force works in mysterious the ways. The Force is the story. That's yeah. it. But yeah, I don't know. I was just having like I on like there are like zero similarities to Spirited Away except for the fact that they're like all of a sudden we're in a new place with weird things happening. But I kept on thinking about Spirited Away a couple of times cause <laughs> like, just waking up as if everything is fine, or like like the way that work, like the way that it works, where like they come back and like the the car is, like, overgrown and dusty and has leaves on it. And they're like, wait, what the heck? We didn't feel like we were gone that long. And then it was, like, the reverse.
0: Where they were gone for... Where they a,
1: were gone for, like, a week or... Yeah. Not, the, 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 everything like happened was, like, so quickly. Like, it was probably, three like, to, a,
0: three or two, five days or something. Something like that. Yeah.
1: Um, And then everyone's like, oh, you've gone for, like, a minute. And they were like, what are you talking about? That's not my I've, version I'm of so reality. i I've
0: grown quite weary.
1: But... I thought it was pretty nifty—a nice little self-contained story. Yeah,
0: it is very like they s- set it up in the vaguest way, where they're like, "There's a transmission, transmission in space. Mm-hmm. Gotta go get it. you Anakin, Ahsoka, it. go
1: get it. All three of you have to go. It's very important that very all important three that all three go. of you go, so that we can do this fun little Thanks. test for Anakin.
0: The Force works in mysterious ways." <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, how would you say this stacks up on all of the stuff, Clone Wars, even the stuff that we haven't like put out there yet with the podcast, so, like including the um, uh, Satine and Obi Wan arcs?
1: Well, I how would like, you say this stacks up? I do like the Satine and Obi Wan stuff. It's pretty good. Um, it was no, it was good. I it felt like a neat like this could have been like a movie. Mm-hmm. And it would have been fine because it was just, like, three episodes. And they might have just been able to, like, stretch stuff out a little bit so that it would fit, like, a 90-minute runtime or something. But I thought it was pretty cool. It was, like, a nice little, like, contained story. And, like, throughout it, I was like, what's going to happen? Because, like, one half is dead. What's going to happen? And then they were all dead at the end. And I was like, I guess that's balanced too. And when <laughs> all of them exist, that's balanced. And then when none of them exist, that is also balanced. Yep. <laughs> so guess we're all good. So, like, obviously it has like consequences like story wise but yeah. like like executionally wise i'm like I'm, i don't feel like there are any consequences they're just like yeah well oh, that's kind of fun what a wacky i, I think dream. that it also
0: just is supposed to be like anakin sort of seeing what his path is going to be because like if you think about it like the, the sun sort of wanting this power and like really being seduced by the dark side even though he has some light in him and ultimately, like... He has,
1: like, good intentions. Yeah,
0: but... and, like, has good... and uh, I wouldn't want to say good intentions, but he just has his own vision of how the world should work, and he mm-hmm. thinks he's the one person and has the god complex to think that he's the guy who could fix it all, right? Yeah. And basically has an enemy that he's trying to destroy, a thing that he wants to see happen, and in, he that in doing, doing so, that he, he kills right. the one yeah. person that he loves inadvertently, which then causes him to spiral down further. But then ultimately... I don't want to say redeems himself in the end because the son doesn't really. No. But uh, but ultimately then like kind of realizes how out of the, whack the world is. At the last minute realizes yeah. the
1: error of his ways. And by
0: his own sacrifice and his own demise, the world is kind of brought back into balance. So that's kind of, it's like a similar tale to Anakin. Mm-hmm. Just like simplified then dumbed down and pared down a lot. Right. Um. Yeah. Very like. And, and the last thing I'm gonna say about this, a lot of Star Wars is, it's not super nuanced or new storytelling, you know? It's it's always, like, good versus evil. Sometimes there's, like, literally, like, yin and, yang, yin and yang. You know, we even saw that, like, in the fucking stadium. Yeah. But it's, like, the way that these very simple ideas, and this is why I love Star Wars, the way these very simple ideas are just, like, shown and are given some subtlety just makes it that much better. And I think that, like, you know the scale on which you see the yin and yang, the whole like visualization and like the scale at which he's like, literally grappling with dark and light in Mm -hmm. one struggle. And I'm like, that's so cool. And it just, it makes this easy, easy to understand story just feel like bigger. And you can like add your own little layers. And like you said earlier, like your own head cannon and kind of what you see going on in there and interpret that for yourself a little bit. And I I like that a lot.
1: I think another part of it, I just like to think, because people are like, because, I mean, honestly, the way I, I'm i like, there's Clone Wars Anakin, and then there's Hayden Christian's Anakin, <laughs> and they're two completely different characters. Yeah. Um, But I feel like there might have been, as it was, like, there were people who were probably just like, I just want to know, because he seems like such a different character, like, how would this Anakin, this version of Anakin, react to knowing what he would eventually do? Because, like, a part of it is that, the entire time you're watching, you're like, I know what you're going to become and I know what you're going to do and that's really sad because I care about you as a character. <laughs> so I bet a lot of people were just like, I just, like what, like I'm just really curious how Anakin would act if he found out stuff and so this episode shows you like exactly how he reacts when he finds out about act, all the shit He just kind of goes do. to the exact
0: same place. And I'm <laughs> like,
1: oh my gosh. Wow. Well, so it is the same Anakin. Yeah.
0: It is. They are the same and the more we watch and the more you'll, experience ahsoka's journey you'll also experience anakin's and see them like yeah this that that dude is there mm-hmm. he's there the whole time like that what we saw like darth vader is i just like to live in, all in denial yeah because <laughs> that like
1: because like ahsoka was saved and then like anakin gave her a hug and i was like
2: <laughs>
1: so sweet <laughs> i can't anyway
0: brother sister love we like, oh love God. each other so much help each other out
1: they care the so much about each other <laughs> oh, and then he's gonna go and murder a bunch of kids oh so many children dead <laughs> my, my favorite part about watching the like anime or the anime the padme conversation leaving up leading up to the battle of musafar where she was like obi-wan told me that you like killed a bunch of kids and then anakin was just like obi-wan is trying to make me look bad in front of you and i'm like why aren't you addressing it <laughs> <laughs> it's like a buddy and like the entire conversation he's dancing around it she's like i don't know who you are he's like it's fine don't worry about me. It. it's me <laughs> we can take over the galaxy you know, and rule it together and she's pieces. like she's like when did i ever say that i wanted to rule the galaxy with you buddy <laughs> <Anyway>. <laughs> what a time
0: i just love an episode two where she it was like that sounds a lot like a dictatorship, what you're describing. And he's like, well, if it
1: works. <laughs> it's like, oh, no. Ah, to play devil's advocate here, but. <laughs> Anakin, stop. Stop talking. You're putting your foot in your mouth. Oh, going to oh. ruin your chances. But actually, then she'd be better off. So maybe keep talking. Keep
0: talking, keep talking, keep talking.
1: But that was it. That was Yay. my experience with this arc. And now.
0: And now
1: the guy? moment Molly's been waiting for Finally since I made it the font in the in the logo, we're gonna talk about Haiku. That's
0: true. The logo in our uh or, or the, the weebs part of our logo in Star Weebs is based on haiku's
1: it's a Haiku font reference. Uh, which yes, yeah, so I think you asked me when I told you were like, What does haiku mean? And I looked it up. Haiku is like the Japanese word for volleyball. Mm-hmm. Um but no one actually uses that they just say like volleyball in in a, like in jet like they're just yeah. talking and they're like, I, like they just, they just say there. volleyball like yeah. the word like the english word for volleyball is how they call it
0: so i watched episodes 1 through 5 mm-hmm. of uh of IQ yes and <laughs> The fifth episode doesn't really pertain to I think the arc you intended for me to watch, yeah. but it is completed in the fifth episode. The arc is completed, but it's completed like in the first like five, five minutes, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then, it's, and like, then starts it starts a whole separate arc, but yeah, I won't get into that it's, weird one. Yeah, it sets it, up for another like a yeah, practice. Match. That's another like, couple about episode it. arc, and that it just sets up. Yeah, but yeah. So yeah, let me tell you, I just want to start off and say I loved this one so <laughs> much, and uh, like I can see why this is your favorite. Episode. <laughs> Um, so we start off with a young Hinata, Hinata Shoyo. Yes. He is a little volleyball redhead boy. Uh, and let me just tell you, he loves volleyball. He loves it more than anything in his life. And all he wants to do, he's biking his bike one day and he sees, uh, what's the name of the high school? Karasano. Uh, he's riding his bike through the town one day and he sees Karasano High School uh, playing volleyball on the big screen uh, at
1: nationals
0: at nationals the finals. places wow Karasino went, went to nationals yeah who could have thunk it
1: and that was actually his introduction to volleyball yeah so he, he didn't like, know about I volleyball before do
0: then that i want to do that and i want to be that and i want to these boys he's,
1: he's a short because he's a he's a short boy he's a little he's oh, a yeah, small yeah. Oh, boy we'll get and into that he I'll sees a short that. boy playing on the Karasino team on TV and oh like, I didn't pick that up he, yeah. he saw a short so, kid he saw the little giant that's probably a detail
0: I would notice like in a rewatch I didn't really know that oh L- little giant The little
1: giant that's oh, number that's 10 what he on, saw. The oh, on the screen okay, okay. I watching. thought that was
0: just something that they just like had off screen I mm-hmm. thought he just saw No, yeah so he
1: the saw screen. the little giant on TV and he's like wait short people can play volleyball and then he sees the little giant jump and he's like holy shit I want to do that so bad um, and that starts like sparks his love yeah, of volleyball.
0: So you, so basically, yeah, he's he sees this, he falls in love with it, and he's just like completely enamored by the world. Um, so we, uh, flash forward a little bit. We're gonna cut to. It says three and a half years in the future. Yeah, right? he's in middle school now. Uh, so he's in middle school. That was like elementary school. Uh, Hinata. Mm-hmm. Should I call him Hinata or should I call him Shoyo? I call him, you call
1: him. No, he's Hinata. Like I just. Hinata. He, yeah.
0: Okay, Hinata. Um.
1: Sorry, I'm gonna I'm gonna piss off a bunch of Naruto fans because there's also a, like a Hinata in that show, but they call her Hinata, and I it I might call me. him
0: Hinata. <laughs> it bothers me. I call them Hinata my head. It's, gonna, it's gonna confuse it. me to like consciously say Hinata. <laughs> it
1: just, I've only I'll just continue saying Hinata because that's how you pronounce the word.
0: We'll just be at odds then. It'll be like when Linda says fine. Han. You know? <laughs>
1: who are you talking to Lando? What are you talking about? Well then they go back
0: in solo and they make Donald Glover call him Han in every scene. And yeah. I'm like, he's just doing it. So then like it becomes, it's not that like Billy D. Williams just said the wrong thing. It mm-hmm. then becomes a character beat of Lando just not poking, respecting poking like, the bear,
1: <laughs> not respecting him. <laughs> we have to save Han.
0: Um, so, uh, so yeah, we f- flash forward three and a half years in the future, uh, and Hinata is now he is at his first volleyball championship, at his first competition ever, uh, and he boy his team could use a little bit of love
1: because <laughs> he was the only volleyball he team was, member for yeah, a while. Yeah, <laughs> he
0: basically, he's exposed it. He was the only volleyball player. Uh, and all of the, like, he just basically scrapped together enough people to form a team and like just Including form a team. two
1: of his friends were on the basketball team. Yeah, They who- just
0: don't actually play volleyball. Yeah. They're hardly even athletes, probably. <laughs>
1: they bench warmers on the other i don't know i don't yeah, know their exactly lives. but they are such good they like they were there for him they're such good friends they and they like we're going to go and do he, this whole competition and hinata, be uncomfortable for our friend yeah hinata is like such a ball of sunshine he's literally just like thank you so much for coming here and they like blush and start crying and i'm like you guys are like the best and they were right like like
0: right beforehand anything. they were like oh my gosh you know it it we're, we're not we're, the one saving grace we have for us is hinata's ability to jump mm-hmm. and look at how high he can jump and so that was, like, basically, like, they just had, like, so much faith in him, and yeah. they were so uplifting of They're him all the whole time. they such good friends. I really like that. Um, so, yeah, that's that's kind of what we are, uh, what we get. Um, so Hinata then starts to, you know, he's talking up his team. He's like, we're going to do this, guys. We're going to be great. But then, uh-oh, his tummy's a-rumbling. <laughs> oh, he's got a little- They find out their
1: opponents number. for the first match, which is, like, the top- Seated, essentially team yeah like the team that's supposed to win the well, whole tournament yeah yeah so,
0: so yeah and they have the king of the court on their team which is uh
1: kageyama
0: kageyama, kageyama
1: referenced
0: on this podcast here he <laughs> is he's
1: finally here i'm his finally universe. starting to
0: understand the kageyama verse now <laughs> oh boy two two members <laughs> Into of the, the kageyama verse
1: <laughs> oh someone make that oh thing. man uh
0: so so he has a little rumbling assembly he runs to the bathroom to kind of because
1: he's very nervous he's he's got gonna vomit everywhere he's gonna hurl
0: nervous tummy there's a lot of puking in this arc i love it i love it (laughs) (laughs) i love that this five episode arc just ends with him vomiting on some dude yeah
1: no he he pukes three separate times that i remember (laughs) it's fun
0: um so he uh he runs to the bathroom and in the bathroom he overhears It's actually some.
1: outside of the bathroom. Oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah he
0: comes out of the bathroom and like he's it's like by the water fountain or mm-hmm. something. Um he hears two players from uh the the Kageyama's team, that they're up against, team. Yeah, yeah Kagayama's team. Basically talking about how they are going to stomp these little nerds that they are playing and saying that they're oh my god we're going to destroy them we're going to dismantle them it's going to be brutal we're so good and hinata basically stands up to and he's like hey man like we haven't even played yet you don't know what we're like you haven't seen us yet we're scrappy we're feisty like we mm-hmm. can do it i'm gonna take you down basically kagayama overhears all of this comes over and then basically tells his two teammates and i admire this in him mm-hmm. i do admire this little trait that he does he yells at his two teammates and he's like hey stop stop just stop stop what you're doing this is annoying
1: no he did a little ruder than that he's like y'all are benchwarmers you yeah can't well and then he said talk. he said like
0: don't coast off the success of your school mm-hmm. he's like you got to earn it for yourself like you you can't trash talk until you've like you know you've earned the right to trash talk yeah uh like you haven't done anything yet like mm-hmm. sit down and shut up and hinata's like wow like that was really cool like thank you for doing that and he's like hey you still suck too kid He's like, and I'm gonna beat you. I'm the king of the court. I'm Kageyama. What are you gonna do about it?
1: Hinata's like, we're gonna win. I don't actually. I don't think. I don't think Hinata says thank you. I think he's just like, you know what? I, like, we're still gonna be. We are do, do everything. That it was we can. like it was like
0: admi- Like admiring him. Yeah, he was like, he's like
1: whoa, he's scary.
0: Yeah, exactly. Yeah, he like he like looked up to him for a moment there and thought that this was like a really like nice gesture, but it turns out that's just kind of how he is to everybody. He's very deadpan. Yeah, he's very deadpan. Uh, and he was like, hey, like, same goes for you, dude. Like, you shouldn't be out here, like, talking a big game, like, when you are clearly going to get your ass kicked. <laughs> <laughs> Which, spoiler alert, they do. Oops. <laughs> they get their ass kicked. Um, so, yeah, then the game starts uh, and we get into uh, Hinata's team versus Kageyama's team. Uh, and it's, it's really bad. It's mm-hmm. brutal. And Hinata's, he's staying chipper through the whole thing. Such a ball sunshine. And he's of
1: like, sunshine. really
0: just trying to support his team. He's like, we got this guys. Like it's not over till it's over. We haven't lost yet. That's kind of what he keeps saying. Mm-hmm. And the, the, his team is always there for him. And that's important to remember is that all the people around Hinata are like supporting him and wanting to come in. And like, when he's like, we can do this, like where you go here they might not be very good, but they're always they're doing at least where best. they need to be and they're listening to him and like want to you know, follow his lead. And in whenever they're
1: down on themselves, they're like, I'm so sorry, Shochan," And he's like, don't mind. It's fine. Just no, don't we're mind. going to be fine. We're going
0: to do it again. He's, he's just happy to be playing volleyball in a real volleyball court. Like, so that's what he's be- excited about. Um, and there, there are a couple times, and this is where we start to realize how good Hinata might actually be. Uh... There are a couple of times the ball is set up pretty perfectly and Hinata's is able to get to it and like actually spike it down on Kageyama's team at a rate that they were just not prepared for. They were not prepared mm-hmm. for him to be as quick and be able to jump as high as he can and be able to hit it like the beast that he is.
1: Yeah, so yeah, like he he gets a, a couple of spikes that get blocked, but they're all like, oh my God, he just But they're like, so whoa, like,
0: that, that almost didn't get blocked and then a rogue
1: set goes in the wrong way so no one is blocking him but he ends up there because he's so quick and spry
0: so spry
1: and that's how he gets like a surprise point like how
0: they said he just basically has spider sense yeah they're like he's like in uninhuman reaction like
1: i'm not gonna lie this kid's a dumbass but he's fucking fast (laughs) (laughs) like all the thinking happens in Kageyama's head, and he's also a dumbass. So, where do you think that's going to get us?
0: <laughs> Pretty far, actually. Probably, <laughs> <right>? yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, but so it does end up like they are just completely destroyed. Yeah. Um, but uh, but you know, he's just like, I'm just happy that you guys came out and supported me, and that we were able to do this. And I'm going to work real hard, and I'm going to be the best volleyballer.
1: And he's really frustrated. He wants to, like, Kageyama does this whole, D- Kageyama speaks before he talks because he's literally just like, what's on his mind? And you see this with his teammates where he's like, he, he like speaks what on his mi- what's on his mind, but he doesn't verbalize it super well. So like in his mind, he's like, I really want to be able to score a point in order to be able to score a point i'm going to need to toss it a little bit faster and i'm going to need the spiker to be there so they can get the toss but what comes out is move faster and i'm just like buddy you got to explain yourself better so the same thing happens with hinata where he's just like oh my god this kid is like crazy like has crazy raw talent if he had been training like he would have been so much better off like what, what has he been doing all this time so but like what comes of, out is like,
0: like a lot of jedi if you know what i mean you know, mm, you know, kind like like of like, like a luke skywalker
1: maybe, maybe. Or, like, you know, or like an anakin maybe? like you need some proper like training and you could be the best. probably more
0: array than a luke or anakin probably
1: but yeah. um but what so like he's like what have you been doing these three years if not like trying to get better but what comes out is like a condescending like why have you been doing these three years loser that's why you lost and that's how he takes it but that's not how Kageyama meant it. He just doesn't know how to speak like a normal human being.
0: <laughs> that's an interesting character. I, I never really like, read it that way. I just kind of read it as like being socially awkward, which I guess is more of a surface. It level and that is so part it's of his. The character. same, but it's more surface level. That's... He's
1: just like he's he's like really deadpan, and he he like at, he simultaneously like speaks without thinking, but also like doesn't communicate what he's thinking accurately. Yeah. So like he's thinking one thing, and he means well, but it comes out very rude. Yeah. <laughs> and that's how Kageyama <laughs> operates.
0: Um, so yeah so we so we then flash forward like another year I think mm-hmm. it is right it's another yeah, year so in the future yeah so he's like entering he's graduated yeah.
1: from middle school and it's his first year of high so school so Hinata is
0: going into high school and he is, got into Kur- Karasuno Karasuno high school high school uh, did he get? Did they get it on grades? Like what? He didn't he, go to join. Like he didn't get a volleyball scholarship. He didn't have a team he, that he played on. No,
1: yeah, no. For like in high school in Japan, there's a lot. Of, like you have to take tests to get in places. Yeah. So he probably tested in. It's. Pro- and that sounds so stressful. Knowing how there's like plot points later, but both Hinata and Kageyama are so bad at school. <laughs>
0: I mean, yeah, I think they're just two I think volleyball heads. Their I head th- is filled with nets. Yeah.
1: So, yeah, I mean, well, it's even worse for Hinata because Kageyama has all that strategy up there, but there's no room for schoolwork or anything. And Hinata is just no thoughts, com- head completely empty, except for just wanting to be better at volleyball. But it gets better. Um, and I, I think that's why Kageyama didn't get into Seijo, which is the school that they're about to fight. Uh, or fight <laughs> go up in a yeah, practice they're just match.
0: gonna fucking give him swords Backyard and they're gonna tussle. fight they're just gonna stab um, each other I
1: think he like failed the test to get into the school that he was planning on going to and that's why he had to go to Karasuno because do they never alien. say
0: why he got rejected because I thought it kind of is the character points that are unveiled later that he, they said they didn't want him
1: no I think he I think he literally just didn't test it because he's stupid okay well yeah, that makes sense I'm <laughs> pretty sure that's, that's, that's still just, sure just that's
0: as much it. of a chip to your ego yeah. yeah
1: so that's how he ended up at Karasuno gotcha. but anyway spoiler alert both Kageyama and Hinata are at Note. Yeah, yeah, they wanted to like uh-oh. compete Ooh. moving forward, but now they yeah, got teammates. Hinata basically says
0: like, "I want this guy to be my rival. Uh, he's my he is my sworn enemy." And then uh, it turns out, uh oh, they're on the same team. Yep. And now they actually have to work together after they said and thought awful things about each other for yep. a year, mm-hmm. uh, and now they have to put the differences aside. Except they can't. <laughs> <laughs> so the first day of practice, uh, they they are just arguing and yelling at each other.
1: Not and, listening to the captain. In Kageyama is Which basically Which we meet like, new characters. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. We do meet new characters. It's So it's it's Su, Suga, mm-hmm. uh, Tanaka, mm-hmm. and Daichi. Mm-hmm. So those are the three characters that we meet mm-hmm. then. And Daichi is the team captain. Yep. Daichi
1: and Suga are third years, and Tanaka yeah. is the second year.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, Suga is kind of like his right hand man, and he also is the setter of the team currently. Yeah. So, Suga is the setter of the team, which is the position that Kagayama also plays. Mm-hmm. Does it ever say what Tanaka is? I guess he's just he's kind a wing of like a spiker. Flex. Yeah, or okay. I don't know. Even if it didn't
1: say, I can tell you. I know all their positions.
0: (laughs) And then Daichi's like a just back. He's also a wing spiker, but he's like he's he also does defense. He says, I have tuned my body over the years, talking like a 50-year-old man when he's like actually 17. He's
1: like he was like talking, this is further ahead, but he's like, I may not be exceptionally good at anything, and I'm like, You shut your mouth. (laughs) You're so great at leading. (laughs) Don't ever talk about yourself that way again.
0: So basically when we're introduced to these three characters, uh
1: Tanaka Tuna- has, family. like, the
0: shaved head. He's kind of a wily, spry one. Suga's, like, a calmer, more collected, like, you know, empathetic person who's kind of kind-hearted and nice. Yeah. And Daichi's just kind of, like, a wise, older student, you know? He's just, like, kind of the, <laughs> also, the dad of the team, side. it seems like. But also, don't get on his bad side. Um, something's gonna happen. Yeah. It doesn't happen in, in the episodes that I watch, but I know there's gonna be some kind of, like, rage that comes out of this man. Right? There's gotta it's, be.
1: It's always like a simmering. He doesn't explode a lot. Yeah.
0: But anyway, uh, so immediately they start... Uh, Kageyama and Hinata are going at each other. They are not listening to their team captain at all. And they are kicked out of practice. And the captain says, look, you are not allowed back in here until you set your differences aside and you learn to work together as teammates. Um, and they're like, all right, cool. Like We can just go in and like say that we're uh that were that we were that were cool you know like we'll just wait here for a little bit and we'll just go in and say we're cool and just like pretend nothing ever happened mm-hmm. and then they do that and they're like we're good we're good teammates now we're fine and then daichi opens the door and he's like really are you sure about that <laughs> and then Kagami was like no shit i would hate working with this scrub. <laughs> no i would
1: never want to work with this guy he sucks um wow, geez what are an asshole an asshole
0: so uh they so they're like all right well at least you're honest they're like wow i can't believe you just spoke your true feelings like that that's crazy <laughs> uh, so yeah so ba- then they basically have to figure out ways to train um independently of the team mm-hmm. uh they go in and basically strike a bargain with daichi and say like hey like if we play you in a game and we win we, then you should let us back onto the team and they were like okay yeah like we'll do it we'll take you up on that bargain uh-oh, Daichi throws in a little twist. Mm-hmm. It's not going to be a 2v2, which is what Kageyama requested. No, no, no. It's going to be a 3v3. They're going to have to play against two other first years.
1: Who have also asked to join the club.
0: Yes, uh, as well as Daichi. Mm-hmm. And they're going to have Tanaka on their team. Yeah. So it's going to be Tanaka, Kageyama, and Hinata versus Daichi and two other beefcakes that I don't remember their name. Suki. <laughs> Suki, one of them Suki,
1: Suki Shima and Su-
0: Yamaguchi. Y- y- Yamaguchi, okay.
1: <laughs> yeah, you can just call him Suki.
0: Well, they call that's, him. They,
1: they do call him. They call him Suki. only Yamaguchi is allowed to get away with that because they're childhood friends. I don't think anyone okay, okay. else calls him Suki, or they'd get like. Well, <laughs> oh, he's, uh,
0: he's fictional. He's not coming after me. So that's fuck true. him. that's <laughs> true. You can Call him Suki uh Tsuki and Yamaguchi yeah but basically they start training independently Tanaka is sneaking them into the gym so that they can like train on their own
1: Hinata is very bad at receiving
0: yeah that's basically it well it's revealed that Hinata has never actually played at the real team before he's never had like a real setter he's never had teammates he's had to train with basketball uh teams he's had to train with like the track team to practice running he's had to uh he, well train he with, practiced like, girls. with the girls volleyball team yeah, and, the and volleyball then like team, an old
1: women's neighborhood association volleyball team too. So yeah. like, like he had to like had really kids. just be scrappy with his training. So yeah. he's
0: like never really had like a proper teammate that's able to compete with him on a physical level and like match his physical ability. So whenever Kageyama's trying to uh pass him sets and like set him up for a spike, he's not really able to capitalize on it as well because he's He's just not used to it. It's not, it's not his yeah, bread and he's butter not, yet. Yeah,
1: he can't receive. And Kageyama... Yes, and Kage, so Kageyama basically says, well, him. if you're not going to be able to hit my yeah. shit,
0: then I'm not throwing it to you. Uh, I'm not going
1: to give you anything to spike.
0: Yeah, like even in practice, I guess. So it's like, what the fuck, Richard? He's like, really why? serious, okay? <laughs> uh, and then
1: Suga, who's also a setter, he's like, I can give you some stuff to spike. And then Hinata is like, really like, no, it would feel like I'd lost. I got to prove myself, so that I can get sets from Kageyama.
0: Yeah, so um, there is a day that they're, like, basically doing some volleys. They're going back and forth. And, like, Hina, Hina says, just over the course of, like, a couple of days has, like, really been proving himself to Kageyama. And uh, they're doing this volley for, like, 15, 20 minutes. They say, where They are just have not dropped the ball. They're hitting it back and forth to each other. They're also, going Also, Suga
1: said he got there 15 minutes ago, and they've been going. Who knows when they started? It could started. have been,
0: like, 30 to 45 minutes who or knows? an hour. Like, who also, knows?
1: Also, because, like... We know that, like, Hinata is, like, pure crazy. Like, he, like, never runs out of His energy. His energy knows no bounds. And Kageyama is pretty much the same. And they're also, like, two giant dumbasses who will just, like, work their bodies to the bone until they're, like, absolutely ready to collapse. And then they will continue to work. Nope, keep so going. Yep. I have no idea how long they were actually going for. Would not put it past them for it to be, like, way significantly longer <laughs> than 15 minutes. And it
0: probably was. Yeah. Uh, so, the, yeah, they're, go, they're doing this volley and... Um, Basically, it seems like Kageyama's just kind of getting tired of it. And he's like, We just need to give up. Like, we've we got to rest up but for But Hinata
1: is not. is like, the No, ball the ball hasn't dropped. hit the ground yet.
0: Like, we're not done. We're not done till we drop it. So Kageyama basically just says, Fuck it, and hits it as far as he can. And Hinata, with all of his athleticism and reaction and just incredible speed, is able to get to the ball in time, and and basically spike Kageyama by hitting it back towards him. Mm -hmm. And Kageyama just is completely awed by this feat of athleticism, and decides to give Hinata his first perfect set as his, uh, as his, uh, what is it? Receive. Spike. uh, whatever, Whatever, whenever Hinata hits it back to him, he gives him his first perfect set. Yes. Uh, and Suga and Tanaka are basically like, oh man, like he's never gonna be able to get back to hit this set in time. He's so far away. He ran so far to get that volleyball. But then all of a sudden, boom, it's a big orange flash. and He's running as fast as he can towards this ball and he gets it and he hits the perfect spike and he scores a point on the other side of the net. And everyone's like, wow. Look at him go.
1: And then he pukes. <laughs> and
0: then he fucking throws up, because he's like, I work too hard.
1: He's like one of those people who would just like keep doing the pacer test until they threw up, and it's like, chill.
0: Wake up, mommy! I puked in the bed.
1: god.
0: That only makes sense if you've seen those TikToks. Otherwise, you have no idea what I know I just what you're said. talking about. <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately. <laughs> so basically, they're like. We're ready. We're gonna fight these dudes. We're gonna do our three v three. We're gonna win. We're gonna win. Uh, and so basically, it's it's looking pretty rough. It's looking rough, buddy. They're doing this three v three, and like they're kind of getting their butts whooped. Suki's just like su- He's too he's, tall. He's very tall. He's very so tall. He knows how is. And he has a big old spike, ego on his head. But
1: he can't. He's also a button pusher.
0: Yeah, and he's like, this game means everything to you, but like, I want you to know that it means absolutely nothing to me. Because you guys are the ones that are out and you need to get back in. Yeah. But like, I don't give a shit if you come back in I also want you to
1: know that Suki has some baggage. Oh, really? And his character. Oh, really? His character development. I
0: thought people were just assholes for no reason.
1: His character development is my favorite ever. Well, right now I think he's a dick. He's so good. He has this one moment in the third season. Best moment of the show, probably, for me. Because he's just, it's just so... Anyway, um, I care a lot about Suki.
0: So basically, uh, over the course of the volleyball game we do in this 3v3, we realized that there's a reason why Kageyama is called the king of the court. And that is he basically bossed around his teammates. He wasn't known as the king of the court because he was good, even though some people might have said that. Mm Mm-hmm but it's basically because he was just like a dictator on the court and he bosses team around and eventually pushed away his entire team. He was throwing up sets that were impossible for people to hit. They were like, we physically cannot work our bodies enough to get to your sets in time. Like, sure, you might have this perfect grand idea in your head of what needs to happen, but like, we cannot get there. Mm-hmm. He's not uh, communicating of, his thoughts uh, yeah. clearly,
1: so they think that he hates them and that he's just being an asshole.
0: And over the course of him explaining this, Hinata basically is like dude I don't care if that's how you operate like I've never had a setter in my life dude like I will give me whatever, whatever and I will get there I will be there to spike and at this moment we realize oh shit these two were actually perfect for each other because Kagayama just needs someone to like not even like thinky think and just spiky spike mm-hmm. like that's what he needs and Hinata's just spiky spike. That's what he is. That's, that's his, all he wants to do. That's all he wants to do. He just wants to hit the you know, spike. You know, you know. I said no spiky thoughts head empty good.
1: That's all. He just wants to <laughs> spiky spiky. That's the one thought in Hinata's spiky, mind. Spiky
0: spiky. Uh, so basically, we realize that like once they realize that, and they realize that they can just start, you know, going crazy with their plays and like just start basically playing jazz to volleyball and just <laughs> yeah, improvising shit. I'm serious. No, they're I, just like they're just like improvising stuff. And well, like, no,
1: that's the thing. Hinata's kind of just like. I mean, like, Kageyama's, like, literally just go where there's no blocker. I'll get the ball to you. And he's like, I'll
0: get the like, ball to you if it makes sense. Yeah. yeah and which, and which, he's just like, shh, And sometimes it works as, like, he up being in the perfect spiking zone. And sometimes it works as, like, and he's deep, the perfect decoy. decoy to make it look like he's about to get a spike. So yeah. as long as he's just he, doing this like, shit. He's
1: giving it 100% no matter what. Because he's, like, it, like there could be a chance that, he like, Kageyama's going to give you the ball. And if he does, like, I gotta be on my a I gotta game. be ready. I gotta be ready. So he's always yeah. just so ready to So basically, once go. they figure that
0: out, they turn the whole game around, and 3v3 is swayed back to uh, Kageyama and Hinata, and they win, and it's amazing, and now they're let back onto the team, and Kageyama is probably gonna be a setter. We don't really get into the details of, like, all that, but like they said, if he wins, he can be a setter, so that's probably... He's, gonna he's get allowed to, be to his, play the position He's allowed, allowed to, to play a setter, yes. He's allowed to play a setter, but right now Suga is still the... Saturday. Official said, uh, but anyway, uh, so yeah, and then it's it's amazing, and it's just, a, uh, and Hinata I think he pukes again, probably, uh maybe that, not.
1: That's that's in relation to the next arc, but yeah, it's in the same episode.
0: Yeah, <laughs> oh, that's right, that's right, yeah. yeah. And he, let's just say he pukes there anyway. Yeah, let's just retcon and say yeah, he pukes. Yeah, sure. He pukes at the end of every episode. He pukes at the end of every episode. He's like, oh. Uh, and yeah, and uh, oh man, it was just really good. I I really liked these episodes. I just have like some observations I wanted to get into. Mm-hmm. And I want to say like, I feel like this story starts off at a place um, that that Free will like eventually get to, you know? It feels like a weird spiritual successor to like, at least from what I've seen of the two anime mm-hmm. of Free, where they're like trying to start up their club and like get it off the ground and like kind of deal with like some of their... uh, so, like, I, The way that he's stepping into this team already, I'm like, I can feel, you know the same energy as free, but this just feels like a couple years in the future a little bit. Yeah, so... You know?
1: That's just... Where he's like, like, I "I want to
0: build up my swim club. And then is like, I've already built up my volleyball club and here we are and we suck! Mm
1: -hmm. (laughs) So, I'm glad that you're seeing parallels because those are like, basically, all sports anime are like underdog stories because who doesn't like an underdog Especially in sports. And so... Like literally
0: underdog stories. When you think of underdog stories, you think of Two things. You think of sports movies, and you think of uh, the underdog movie that came out. It was a live action movie, and the guy who played underdog was also the voice of Earl, and my, or he was the he was just Earl, and my name is Earl. Okay. Also, he was Dave in Alpha and Alvin the
1: Chipmunks. Cool. Yes.
0: Alvin the Chipmunks are on sale I, for three hundred million dollars. By the way, if you want to go buy them.
1: Oh, thank you for letting me know. <laughs> you can just I have three Chipmunks I, I just, for three
0: hundred million dollars.
1: Can't believe I would have let. And the,
0: they can talk and sing and let be that really deal annoying.
1: pass. Um. But, yeah, so, like that's, basic, like, that's basically a theme throughout all sports anime. It's always, like, because uh, it's boring just to, f- to follow the people who are already good. Um, not to say that I don't love a competent character. We love a competent character. That's, we, that's why we have Kageyama. He doesn't have a lot of development skills-wise. He has developed emotion-wise. <laughs> but- well, that's,
0: uh, that's why I like uh, uh, the Bad Batch in, in Star Wars. Mm-hmm it's just like everyone in the bad batch is just like incredibly competent and they're just all like really good at like their one specific thing and Mm -hmm. it's just like really fun to just like watch them be constantly at their peak through the whole show yeah anyway but yeah so like it's
1: it's like it's pretty it's pretty similar to like a be like a build the ground up kind of like there always has to be like some sort of training element so like just like daichi was saying like Kurasuno like went to nationals when they were watching it on TV like when Hinata like saw it on TV with the little giant but like since then the the like less and less people have been signing up for the like the club each year and they like haven't been as doing well as like great in tournaments and so like essentially like Hinata and Kageyama and their their like combination and how they work together and how they bring out the best in each other and this new like freak quick attack that they've developed um is like they're seeing they're like oh my gosh this is the key like this is how we like we stop being like flightless crows because their mascots are crows and we like take flight again
0: but uh, so yeah but but going back to like the the parallels to free i was Mm -hmm. saying that i think this story feels like it has more more stakes than free like when because when you, when I'm compartmented, and I've only seen a couple episodes of each of these shows, but mm. I'm just going like off a of very surface level, off of like what we're introduced to at the beginning. Um, but it feels like you know Haru can always like swim on his own, and he can always go off and like be his own swimmer and compete individually, no matter what. Um, like yeah, he like needs to be a part of the club, but like the club like they can f- find more swimmers. There's there's some way around it eventually, but like it, for Haru to still succeed, you know. And, like, still contribute. Because, like, at the end of the day, you don't really have to be the best team player Mm -hmm. to be the best swimmer. You know, you can just sort of show up, swim under your team banner, not talk to anyone, be the worst person in the world, but still contribute points and like, in your club as well. We'll see. But, But with this, Hinata and Kageyama have to put their differences aside in order for their team to succeed. They have to be able to communicate, and, like, their social element has to match their physical element too, like they both both of those things have to be operating soundly in order for them to be at their physical peak like i think that, so in that sense it's like you you are feeling the drama all around you know like you are like this thread is consistent through the sports scenes through the social scenes through the emotional scenes like everything it's it's there's one through line in that sense and that's really really cool yeah that to makes be able to see it like manifest me. yeah
1: individual versus team sports but i would say that similar to kageyama's arc and this might just be a product of you not having watched as much of free as i have because i've seen all of it but Haru's journey, honestly, mirrors Kageyama's a lot more, where, like I said, he's a competent character. Like you said, he's already, he doesn't, like, he swims good. He's fine. Um, But his journey is a much more emotional one, and, like, learning, like, what a swim team means, and, like, what it means to swim on a relay, and, like, what it means to reestablish a bunch of, like, relationships that he kind of, like, closed himself off from ever since he had his falling out with Reen. so... It's, it's more similar to Kageyama's individual journey that eventually happens in Haikyu But I understand what you're saying in terms of the stakes feeling higher in ha- Haikyuu. Other
0: things that like I just liked about this anime too is mm-hmm. I, I really liked, you know, you're talking about like the crows and being like the flightless crows or whatever. They communicated a lot of that in like sort of the school's journey of going from like, you know, being on top and being like these these. I, I don't know why they love the crows analogy. I'm like, why not like an eagle or something? Or like, <laughs> or like so a like, hawk. I think but, like, but like... like. I'm gonna,
1: wait, one second. I'm going to Google it. So the Japanese word for crow is karasu. Mm-hmm. So, oh, karasuno. Karasuno. So karasuno. It's, in, it's in the name. So it's oh, like okay, their okay. mascot, their crows.
0: Oh, okay. I get that then. They meet
1: another team later called Nekoma. And Neko is the word for cat in Japanese. And so they're cats. They used to have like at nationals because nekoma is in tokyo and Karasuno is in miyagi it's a different part of the country don't worry about it they would have the battle of the trash heap because it's crows and cats and they're like fighting over trash and that's what they call their like annual <laughs> so meetup. Awful. it's so funny
0: It's so mean
1: it's hilarious um anyway
0: <laughs> but yeah but like they were talking about like because you know like you said, Carassino mean or Carasso means crow. Mm-hmm. So they talk about like being like these crows that are soaring above everyone else, and they're like incredible. And they visualize that with like images of like they actually use like images of like crows like flying in the skies and stuff. And it just like it takes a moment to just be really surreal and like kind of trippy for a second, and mm-hmm. just like communicate these uh, ideas of the school doing well, like not you know super explicitly and more visually. Mm-hmm. And that's really cool. And it's like um, the first it cuts time you back see. And forth. Well, they're like different shots of like crows like being flightless and like kind of standing still. And then like whenever Daichi's like getting really excited about something, you see like crows like mm-hmm. flying behind him. And it takes his, like it just lets itself get a little crazy with it. And I liked how they communicated those ideas yeah. visually instead of just like outright saying like what the journey of the school has been the last couple years. Mm-hmm. So this is very cool stuff. I like yeah. that.
1: You also, the first time you see the little giant, when Hinata sees him jump up, he sees the little giant, like, put his arms back. Oh, and yeah, and so he, like, turns into wings. a crow. Yeah. He has wings.
0: Uh, I also like how he was able to train through, like, unorthodox methods and, like, make himself good at volleyball, he, like, he, through like, cross he's training.
1: Like, literally anything. I yeah. will do anything to continue to, like, get at least a little bit better. Yeah. But like, he can't like, not be doing something.
0: It felt very Mr. Miyagi, you know, like, the wax on, wax off sort of stuff. Yeah. It also even felt like Luke. Like, Luke Skywalker. Mm-hmm. Like, training on the on the forest of Dagobah. Like, he's yeah. just running around doing flips with Yoda on his back. He's, like, lifting rocks and stuff in order to, like, learn how to, like, lift an X-Wing and, like, use the forest to, like, fight Vader and stuff. And I was like, he had this crappy little gym, a <laughs> uh, little forest gym help him fight mm-hmm. this big galactic war and he had like, to wait for cool. the
1: girls volleyball team to be done before he could use the net <laughs> yeah
0: so I, I like that I just that's a character like it's just like a, a trope yeah. that I really just love and I love seeing uh, mm-hmm. how he was able to and I'm like yeah I get that Yeah, and like also like as an athlete like cross training is also super important and actually can go really far like there are a lot of NFL players that like do ballet because it like teaches them to like be light on their feet yeah. and like it gives them this like sense of their like their body and like being in touch with like their appendages and like being aware of themselves that mm-hmm. you know comes in handy when you're on a football field
1: i would also like to add that hinata also bikes 30 minutes up and down a mountain to get to karasano every day <laughs> home and back so that's an hour total every day in addition to volleyball practice he's also biking home that's all and-
0: there was one time there was one time <laughs> so talk about when i was craning. on the swim team in uh high school and i my parents like weren't able to, to it was before i could drive my parents weren't able to take me to practice like they were like busy they're out of town mm-hmm. or something so they were like can you, you can just ride your bike to practice right it was the summer
2: right
0: uh and i was like yeah that's fine so i biked to practice and it was like a 45 minute bike probably mm-hmm. and i got there and i was like Ugh! and now i have to <laughs> And now swim. i have to work out and then i swam and then afterwards i was like i have to Bike back! Mm-hmm. Oh my god! I think I like ended up walking half of it because yeah. I was like, "So think so
1: about tired. that." That's even more of a testament to how much energy he does Hedita it every has. day.
0: Um, I do have some questions for you, though, mm-hmm. to round to round out my uh, analysis of these episodes. Yes. uh So, like, for the three v three match, they like talk so much between volleys. Like, do they? Do There's that a lot for, of slow mo. Do they do that for every game and? If so, does everyone ever just be like, oh, my God, stop talking and play volleyball. <laughs> like, this is supposed to be like well, a 45 minute game. It's turning into two hours. So
1: it, this since this was like a like an informal like practice three V three. Like, yeah, it wasn't like a regulation match where they're on like a time limit. They can take their time. So they, they still kind of did a championship in match
0: like a little bit.
1: Well, it was a lot more. The it's when it's official matches, it's like introspective. So you're just assuming that it's all happening like in a short period of time because there's a lot of slow mo, okay. and you're just like, oh, these characters are just so good at volleyball that they're thinking all of these things like really quickly, and they're like coming to that conclusion, right, really quickly. So they were talking also because Suki just wanted he just wanted to be he just wanted to be a disruption, um, right. and. Yeah, I mean, it does stay like that. I will say, the <laughs> entire third season is an entire volleyball match. <laughs> like,
0: it's... The entire third season?
1: Yeah, it's one match of volleyball. Five sets of volleyball. It's just them playing against one, t- and that's the whole season.
0: <laughs> uh, So, how tall is Shoyo supposed to be?
1: He... Uh, do, 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 do. Oh, he's 5'3"
0: wow that's really short yeah that's really short i did i was thinking like maybe he was like five seven or five eight or something and the rest of the guys are like six, one.
1: Oh no wait no google lied to me he's five four <laughs>
0: that's not, not much better
1: <laughs> he's 162 centimeters and then he grows a little bit <laughs> but then it only becomes 164 centimeters it's not
0: very tall um also, do it. uh, without spoiling too much, do any of his old middle school friends ever come back in the future? They come
1: to watch one of his tournaments. <gasps> oh, God.
0: <laughs> Those are your best friends.
1: They, like, come in, and it's so cute because I guess, I guess they hadn't, like, kept in touch that much. So, like, they see Hinata, and they're like, oh, my God, Shochan, what's up? And then Kageyama walks up wearing the same team jacket, and they're like.
0: They didn't know? Wait.
1: Yeah, no, they, like, didn't. It's, like, a really funny little moment where they're, like, you guys are on the same team. How do you do that? And then they have to leave. And then Hinata and Kageyama, like, walk off bickering. And then the two, like, friends are, like, they'll be fine. And it's, like, a cute little, I'm, like, this is the best thing ever. <laughs> anyway. That was totally wicked. <laughs> what um, are you waiting for? I don't know. Something amazing. Something amazing, I, I guess. guess. Uh,
0: so this is a question I had at the beginning. hmm and I think it's one that is supposed to slowly and does kind of slowly get answered over the course of this arc and it might be answered more so like in the future too. Mm-hmm. Um, But why does Kageyama like hate Hinata at first? Like why wouldn't he immediately identify him as like the perfect teammate and be like and re- like he's so analytical and like so one track mind like thinking about the best volleyball plays and and scenarios like why wouldn't he look at Hinata and be like oh you're you have the energy to hit my spikes like that the second that they, they played a match against each other he should have recognized like this is the teammate I need to play with you know
1: so he is super analytical but he's also thinking about it like holistically so like he he sees Hinata as like a one-trick pony at this point because Like, we saw how hopeless Hinata was in terms of receives for a while. And he doesn't know Hinata that well at this point. Or, like, at that point when he had just met him, he doesn't, like, know about his, like, sheer determination and, like, the lengths that he will go to, like, get better and improve and help his team. Uh So at the beginning, he's like, this kid has been doing nothing. He, like, hasn't had formal training, like... There's a lot of the first match that we didn't see probably. Like Sounds we saw a lot people like the
0: Jedi Council talking about Anakin Skywalker mm. and Qui-Gon being like, I think he's the chosen one. Yeah. I think this is it.
1: Um, but like we see like there's probably a lot of that match where it was like Hina like fumbling stuff. So like, yeah, he can jump really high and he has like raw athleticism on his side and he has like limitless pools of energy <laughs> somehow. Um, that could only happen in anime. <laughs> um but he's he he's like also like tracking all of Hinata's shortcomings so he like at the beginning he's like okay yeah like I know that you can jump whatever like you literally can't do anything else so like I don't think you're essential to winning like you're not going to be a starter you're going to need to work before you're able to like be good he also is probably too in his head to think the way that like Daichi and Suga are where they're like Hinata is, like, essential for Kageyama getting better at being, like, a team player. Like, he is exactly who needs to be there to pull him out of his shell and be, like, the best setter that he can become where he, like, learns to trust or, like, gains the trust of his teammates and is able to, like, effectively communicate what he's thinking instead of being an idiot and speaking out of his ass. Um, So... You're right. He is super analytical, but he's like overthinking everything. He's thinking way too much about all the stuff that Hinata can't do yet, and that's why he's angry at him or at least like just like at the beginning he's kind of indifferent. He's just kind of like what the fuck are you doing here? You're an ant. You're not worth my time.
0: Well, closing thoughts on this. Yes. I just I really liked this one. This is one that I would love can you to
1: keep recommend. watching?
0: I mean, I would I would like to keep watching. I'm I I <laughs> I, re- I want to eventually. It's not going to be the first one that I'm going to keep watching. Mm-hmm. Like I said, I still have uh, My Hero Academia, mm-hmm. which I'm procrastinating on and putting off because I just, uh, I don't know. Because <laughs> sometimes you don't I know go, what- ooh, <laughs> Clone Wars, and then I watch that again.
1: <laughs> no, that's totally fair. I go well. It's- and then
0: like, and then I also have uh, Free, like I said. Yeah. So I got to get back into that too. Yeah.
1: No, I totally understand that because like I have a bunch of new anime that I want to be watching, but then I watched these Haikyuu episodes for today and I'm like, "Shh, yet.
0: Uh Oh, I'm going to
1: get sucked into a rewatch, and that doesn't that sound like the worst deal. thing.
0: <laughs> so those that was our breakdown of the first 5 episodes of Q, mm-hmm. and the 3 episode arc of Clone Wars. The Ghosts of Mortis. Uh, yeah, these are some fun
1: ones. Uh, we, obviously, we, we had a lot to say. Obviously, we have
0: a lot to say. Normally, we do a little game at the end of, of these episodes, but we're gonna uh, we're gonna pass on that today. We'll save it for another one because yeah. we, we just wanted to gush got, over these episodes as much as possible. Got as a little, as little too, much too as preachy.
1: Possible. Got a little too preachy about IQ and how many <laughs> thoughts I have on character growth and all and that. I just want to talk
0: about Anakin and Ahsoka being goals for friendship
1: (laughs) hashtag sibling goals hashtag sibling goals uh
0: but thank you for tuning in everyone uh we'll be back uh next week uh we will be uh well i don't know if next week will either be our obi-wan and Satine arc or maybe we'll do something else i i do kind of have a fun thing i want to make you watch uh for our next episode that we're doing our next (laughs) one we're recording um so we'll get into that a little bit more uh, it's gonna be fun it's actually gonna be on the funny side of star wars we're gonna Wait. get away from clone wars for a second Ooh, i love and get funny. into some humor um make yeah. me laugh uh, but everyone thank you so much for listening mm-hmm. and as Anim- always oh.
1: uh, 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 as always and may the, the force be with, with you <laughs>